Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. Many of you, uh, you know, know that um, a part of my background is, you know, I was in corporate America for, uh, I, I would say, 20, 25 years in corporate America. And so uh, then, you know, I transitioned to working in the church. Um, and uh, during that time, you know, I spent time helping startup churches in their worship ministry, chaining uh, training their worship leaders, overseeing praise teams, you know, media ministry, uh, media ministry, uh, church administrator, et cetera, et cetera. I loved my job. I loved when I was working uh, at the church, and it the transition from corporate America to to the church environment was actually easier for me. Uh, right? Uh, again, I loved my job. The pay was awful, but I loved what I was doing, and I felt like. You know, I was there when I was there. That's where I was meant to be. I felt as though I was working in my area of giftedness and the environment I was supposed to be in. I mean, as a as a Christian, who doesn't love working at the church, right? So, anyway, uh, but there was a tug of war inside of me. It began to brew over time. It was. Uh, it just kept increasing. The pressure kept increasing, and I wasn't sure exactly what it was all about at the time, but I knew as my, you know, time had expired, you know, for being, you know, uh, on staff at the church, it wasn't a bad thing at all, but I knew what was going on. It wasn't, it was coming from God. It was the, the, the tug of war that I was having was that I knew that I was supposed to be an entrepreneur. I knew that because I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know exactly what it looked like. Uh, I knew that, you know, from early on, even from high school, I had a business for, you know, uh, a little while. And uh, and I had experienced it, you know, um, and I knew I loved doing that. But I also loved working at the church. You know, I am a believer in I loved what I was doing, right? But that tug of war did not go away. Okay? It just it just wouldn't go away. So, as I knew that God was was moving me toward, you know, full-time entrepreneurship, I decided to do it part-time. <laughs> right? And so the the tug of war just kept kept increasing, you know, it just kept getting more and more intense. So finally, um, after a series of events, in which I don't have time to, there's not enough time on this call to go over, but there was a series of events and conversations and confirmation. So I finally resigned and went into my business full time as a professional organizer. And so, um, you know, it, it was, it, I knew that I was exactly where I was supposed to be at that time. And I knew that the series of events were supposed to happen in order to grow me, right? Uh, I don't look at them as failures. I don't look at them as bad things. I look at them as uh, opportunities for growth and opportunities uh, for God to continue to show me uh, and grow me into the, uh, you know, person that I am today. Am I still on a journey? Of course. Of course. I never, I, I won't, 
I have not arrived, okay? But the point I'm trying to make is that although I was exactly where I was supposed to be over that period of time, God was moving me to what I believe is a sphere of influence, which brings me to my point, okay? Uh, The title of this, as I said, was What's Your Mountain? And so the sphere that I am going to talk about is a mountain, okay? Now, I don't want to tarry in, you know, because this is a lot to cover, and I, I want to say exactly what God, what I believe God is having me to say, all right? And so my the the thing about those the mountains is that there are actually seven, and if you kind of look up, the, you know, like the seven uh, mountains of influence, uh, you know, there are there's a lot that you can find. You know, I do want you to be careful. If you decide to go and look all this stuff up, I want you to be careful. I'm not here to to expound on uh, or go into a lot of details about all of this. But what I am here to share is just um, the fact that mountains, these seven mountains of influence are considered to be cultures. And the cultures are the way that we we think and influence and be and are being influenced on a daily basis, right? And so what I believe God was doing uh, in that time for me was showing me that I, I had a different sphere of influence that I was supposed to be in, okay? And so let me just go over quickly what those seven mountains of influences are. Uh, because I believe that it's going to really help us to um, really kind of identify and uh, um, help us to get clear on uh, some areas that perhaps we haven't thought about, perhaps we haven't considered before. Perhaps you are one on the call that isn't a tug of war, right? There is an internal tug that's going on that God is saying, you know, this is really where I want you to be, and that's what was going on with me. So from a spiritual standpoint, mountains are considered to be government authority, government authority, rulership, principalities, et cetera, et cetera. And all of you high achieving entrepreneurs on this call know that you have a sphere of influence. Please know that you have a sphere of influence, every one of you on this call. And Again, as stewards, I hope you can see that part of, of your God-given assignment is to positively influence your sphere and occupy that space, and then you'll see the kingdom of God being released in that area, right? And here's the thing. I'm not here to tell you what yours looks like, okay, because this will take a process, a process of time. It requires revelation. It requires understanding of your involvement to engage in what is known as these seven spheres or seven mountains or seven cultures of influence, okay? So I'm going to go through them really, really quickly, but what I want you all to do on this call is to really seek God and ask him if I am in my area of influence. 
if I'm if I am occupying that space where you have called me to occupy. Now, some of you are in it naturally because some of the uh, uh, the the seven you're already in it, but that doesn't mean that that you're supposed to leave one and go to another, right? And the reason that I gave you the example was not so that you do what I did because we're not here to tell you what to do. We're here to just give you the information and you seek God in terms of what you're supposed to be doing. So here are the seven uh, areas of influence. Number one is family. Okay, I want you, and I want you all to be writing these these uh, down. Okay, so number one is family. God establishes family, and that family becomes the corporate body that uses that God uses to impact areas. Right? We are to be an example. Right? Family is important. It is a, um, an important interest to God, to say the least, because God He has given us a model. We are the body of Christ. We are all family. But there's also, uh, you know, an earthly realm, you know, a family, right? So God has established that, right? And But that is also a sphere of influence. Is it a, a culture, you know, of influence that you are to impact if that's where God has called you to impact on another level, okay? Most of us on the call, you know, we have family, okay? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's a sphere of influence, all right? Religion is number two, or spirituality. The body of Christ are those who have confessed and received Christ as their Savior, okay, as their personal Savior, and have received eternal life, right? Those of us that's on the call, we know that this is, this is uh, primarily, you know, who we're talking to, okay? We are a faith-based community, Okay, uh, we know that Christ is the bridegroom. He has chosen the body of Christ, the church, to be his bride, right? Uh, we are a mountain, right? We are a mountain that's called by God to be a spiritual influence, a spiritual government over that mountain. Let us be an example and a true expression of the body of Christ as we build accurately and influence in that area. Okay, number three, business. And this is where I felt God was moving me to, all right, uh, was in the area of business. We have a heavenly system that is not of this world, which gives us an unreserved access to the supernatural economy of God that prevails above all other economies, right? We are the church. <clears throat> we, the church, must be faithful stewards with that which God has entrusted us to be responsible for. There has to be a strategic development over the kingdom of the kingdom economy and the mindset to train and empower those with this grace to engage in this mountain of business. Okay? Politics. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, that ain't my mountain, okay? <laughs> the fundamental purpose of government and, and government is supposed to be to, to be the maintenance of our basic order and to provide a system in which we uh, as individuals and, uh, have the liberty to access basic human rights, 
with equality with regards to God's will and principles. Number five, education. Education plays a significant role in the development of human character. What we do and become is what we know and have learned. It helps to shape and build our character. Martin Luther King said this way, the function of education is to teach one to think intensively and to think critically. Intelligence plus character. That is the goal of true education. Number six, media. Media is the main means of mass communication that reaches a large audience. There are people that's called to this mountain. And I will tell you, this is a huge endeavor because it, whether it's written, whether it's broadcast, whether it's spoken, you know, over TV, radio, newspaper, magazines, internet, movies, whatever it is, it is a significant force. And that it has the capacity to create the cultures that influences and defines the character of people. You see that all over the place. It has it it, it is indeed a stronghold that influences and grips the minds of people. Okay, number seven, arts, the entertainment, celebration, uh, music, sports, that type of thing. Arts, music. Sports entertainment has become an idol for a lot of people, right? We look at a lot of people in this industry, and we try to mimic what they are. <laughs> and I, I, when I say we, I'm not talking about me because I ain't got time for that, okay? But, but we can see the, its influence on, you know, the youth, and we can see the influence on uh, culture because it is a highly impactful and influential uh, mountains. And so uh, it's, you know, the music industry, you know, we don't have to, we know how that impacts everyone, right? It plays into the soul, right? It can, it can open up people to certain dimensions and realms of uh, influence and control their spirit, right? So these are some, this is a very, very influential mountain, right? And what, what, the goal here, again, is not to tell you where to go or what that looks like for you or if you belong to one or your influence is this and it's not here. What I am saying, as, as my partner Dorothy will say, be clear on your mountain of influence, okay? Um, and so the last thing that I want to say about this is that the spirit of grace is being poured upon the church, and it is given to enable us as we labor in the marketplace. It is crucial that we know where and what mountain of influence that we have, what sphere we're supposed to be impacting. The reason that I share with you about my, you know, my story at the, at the beginning was because I knew for me and I felt like for me that that's what was happening with this tug of war. For me, I felt like when, you know, I had gotten so comfortable in, you know, what I was doing with the church and, and you know, my, the work that I was doing, but God was just equipping me for the, my mountain of influence, which was business. And so there has been no turning back for me. 
I feel that I can be the most impactful in that area. Now, am I going to share things with my family? Of course. Am I going to um, be impactful or am I going to share in other areas? Yes, of course. But those primary areas that I share with you, I can't be in all of them. I can't be impactful and as impactful as I could be in the one that God has called me to be. I know my assignment, and that's the whole thing about what I'm sharing with you today. Know your assignment. Know your sphere of influence. Know what mountain that you are supposed to be uh, impactful in, right? God has given us a governmental authority. Let's take our place and our position in the area of influence that we are supposed to be in, right? And the the scriptures, you know, it says, you know, let his will be done on earth as it is in heaven, right? So I got to tell you that this was a little challenging for me. I got to tell you that it was something that I struggled with, um, I wasn't even sure that this was what I was supposed to share until like last night and this morning. And so I pray that what you were supposed to get from this call, you have actually gotten from this call. I pray that as you explore those areas, those seven areas that I just shared with you, that you will come to clarity and a clear understanding of your mountain, your sphere of influence, and where you're supposed to be in your assignment. That's where you're going to be impactful. That's where you're going to um, be able to uh, talk, you know, with, with, with influence and communicate to those that God has called you to um, influence. All right, so I've said enough. <laughs> I hope that this wisdom has inspired you. As Dorothy said, if you'd like to know more about our co-working and collaborating community, send us an email. If you wanted to learn more about that whole thing, about the seven sphere, uh, the seven mountains of influence, I suggest that you search and find out and seek God in that area. With that said, um, you know, just, Meet us back on the line. I don't even think I gave the email um, the email to communicate with us, of course. If you want to know more about our co-working and collaborating community, it's hello at aaccoworking.com. With that said, meet us back on the line tomorrow, same time, same place, same station, with more wisdom. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.